The following podcast is a Simpronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away podcast. Check out this quick snippet from the Fasting Reset Summit. And to claim your free ticket, go to FastingResetSummit.com. And there you can also get the all-access pass to keep all of the 35-plus presentations after the summit is over. Is there certain parasites that are associated with certain things? Like, for example, let's say someone says, look, you know, I've been going and getting my blood tested. My iron levels are extraordinarily low. I know that I'm anemic. Would that be associated with a certain type of parasite? Because The answer, that- the, the answer is maybe, but I can't say 100%. Gotcha. I couldn't tell you right off. I couldn't say with enough confidence. I mean, I could try to make something up and sound smart to impress you and your listeners, but uh, I would just say any bug in general is going to rob you of nutrition. So if we see any anemias, and as I mentioned, here's the hard part too. You're asking a tricky question because you know that's sort of a um, reductionist view. It's kind of like if you're looking at a robot human and it's like, okay, this part over here is broken. Just pull this part out and put a new part in. It's kind of like if we look at anemia – there's probably five reasons why they have that B12 anemia. You know, it could have been the H. pylori that reduced the stomach acid. So then they couldn't digest their grass fed steak. So they couldn't get any B12. And then after the H. pylori damaged them, then the parasites stole some of the B12. And then they also had uh, Pseudomonas bacterial overgrowth and that stole some of the B12, right? So it'd be hard to really prove what bug did what. I, I don't know how you would isolate it and figure that out. Are you enjoying the summit and hearing all the great advice that you don't want to forget? Get the all access pass and get all the video presentations and the audio downloads of every single session. You can get the all access pass and listen to the summit all year long if you want. The best part is you get all of the transcripts so you can go back and read and see every little note that they talked about. Go to FastingResetSummit.com to get your all-access pass today. Hey guys, Lauren here. Did you know Chantel just released her new book, Fasting of Freedom? The book is all about the benefits of fasting from a biblical perspective. You'll discover how you can see supernatural healing in your body. You will learn how to discern God's still, small whisper to guide you and help you make decisions. You will also master utilizing God's power to overcome difficult times and receive a breakthrough when you are stuck. And you will see how fasting can help you gain victory over a nagging area of sin in your life. You can order your copy right now on Amazon or go to fastingoffreedom.com. Link is in the show notes. Hey guys, I just finished writing a quick little 20 page recipe book that has some of my most amazing smoothie recipes. Everyone that comes over is like Chantel, you can turn a smoothie into gold. And so I'm sharing that with you free. It's got my tropical colada smoothie recipe, my extra super green smoothie that tastes delicious, and it's all for free. Go to ChantelRayWay.com slash smoothie for your free book. I've also developed my own product line. You'll be able to get all these multivitamins that I'm doing in one pill. Each nutrient is totally legit. All the formulas are tested and science-backed without any mystery additives. Personally, my thyroid is better. My skin is glowier. I have more energy. This supplement is vegan, non-GMO, gluten, and allergy-free. Go to ChantelRayWay.com slash supplements and check them out. Now back to the show. 
Now, is there any foods that people eat that kind of help the parasites to grow? And is there some foods that people should say, these are things, if I'm going to be eating while I'm doing my cleanse, avoid these foods? I'll probably stick with the same boring answer that people expect to hear when it comes to candida and and, uh, bacterial overgrowth, which is going to be grains and sugar. So, I mean, we're typically going to put people on a whole foods template, meaning good grass-fed pastured meats. If they're opposed to meat, at least they do some good wild-caught fish if possible, maybe some wild-caught shrimp or something like that if they don't like fish. We're going to be pushing them to do organic vegetables as much as possible, trying to minimize the burden on the gut, meaning we're going to not have people do salad at all. Number one, a lot of salad is contaminated because you go to Whole Foods and it's been sitting out on the food bar all day. And what if the refrigerator turned off and the leafy greens got too warm above 40 degrees or, you know, the, the, or you live in Florida and the Whole Foods there, it's so damn warm outside that the warm air comes and makes the salad bar too warm. And now you've got 60 degree arugula and lettuce and kale. And now those have grown E. coli bacteria, which is going to damage your gut. So, and and then it's just very, uh, it's very difficult to digest raw. So I personally don't eat and don't ever clinically recommend hardly any raw vegetables at all. If you look at just a nutrition chart of cooked broccoli versus raw broccoli, when you cook things, even lightly steaming them, you activate all the nutrients and you start to pre-digest some of those cellulose, those cell walls of the plants. So uh, it's, and you know, especially if you're looking in your stool and you're seeing anything undigested. So whether that's leafy greens in your poop or you're seeing nuts and seeds like almonds or cashews or pumpkin seeds or macadamia nuts, that's a sign you got to pull them out. So that's a no brainer. Anything undigested, Mm. uh, nuts and seeds could be a problem. Sometimes leafy greens are always a big problem. I would say, I think focusing on your sulfur containing foods can be helpful because remember sulfur helps to boost glutathione and glutathione is your master detox hormone. So broccoli is great. Or if you want to do broccoli sprouts, you know, I've actually grown some broccoli sprouts. They're pretty fun they smell terrible, right? Cause they're creating a lot of sulfur, but um, my wife and I bought a little broccoli sprout tray and my daughter helped us put some soil in and you put your little broccoli seeds in there and it'll sprout in a couple of days. And broccoli sprouts are, don't quote me exactly, but I want to say broccoli sprouts contain something like 600% more uh, mm. sulfur and more beneficial glutathione boosting compounds than broccoli itself. So if you're like, I hate broccoli, okay, you can buy broccoli sprout extract in supplement form in a capsule. And you could literally just eat capsules of broccoli sprout extracts to boost your detox ability. So, you know, food can be medicine. So I would kind of integrate some of those things. Mm. Um, kombucha, I would stay away from kombucha. The worst candida overgrowth I've ever seen on a woman, she had fungal overgrowth on her toes. She had super yellow, disgusting white tongue. Uh, she had major brain fog, which we forgot to mention in the symptom discussion. Brain fog is huge. Uh, memory issues, forgetfulness, things like that. She was drinking like five kombuchas a day. And so you can have too much of a good thing. Same thing with sauerkraut and kimchi. You know, fermented foods are all the rage now. Everybody thinks it's so trendy to eat sauerkraut. Okay, fine. But if your gut's a mess, there is an order of operations and it might not be the right time for you to do fermented foods. So you may temporarily need to pull out kombucha and fermented foods, work with a practitioner, get your gut in better shape first, 
Um, probiotics, those also may be something bad. So yogurt, even if it's like an organic unsweetened yogurt with a bunch of probiotics, that is potentially a no-go if your gut is in bad shape. Sometimes you have to come in and take the weeds out of the garden. I mean, think about if you go and it's the middle of spring and your raised garden bed is completely overgrown with weeds. Are you going to go in there and just throw fertilizer on that and hope it works and your carrots turn out good and your broccoli? No, you're going to come in there and you're going to pull the weeds. So when it comes to working with gut bugs, you've got to focus on your order of operations, which is first, get the testing done. Figure out what you're up against first. Don't just go online and buy some quote parasite cleanse that some lady said. You want to figure out what you're up against. I like to be scientific. I want to know, hey, these herbs got rid of that infection. Awesome. Now we can know next time we see that infection, this herb is going to be best. So get rid of the bad guys. And then later down the road, re-inoculate, bring in probiotics, bring in kombucha, bring your sauerkraut, bring your fermented stuff in. And if you get bloated, you get brain fog, you feel depressed or anxious after you have fermented foods, then you know you're not ready yet. You still got more work to do on your gut. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.